Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome on board to a collaboration of uh, what we'll call the uh, the Speakeasy Unfiltered. I wasn't going to do there the Unfiltered go. Speakeasy. I put you first, man. It's like the neon lights, and then like I'm like the opening act. I put it that way. It's hey, Casey man. Stern, Rudy Gay. Hey, we're doing it together, man. Casey That's Stern, saying, man. Rudy Gay. The, yeah, we're just collaborating. That's I what mean, they call it now. Even though, like, you know, I'll put it this way. This is like a good icebreaker, too. So I spent years working uh with Quran at NBA TV and had to as like a St. John's fan growing up hear about like every time you think you can't you con. So like I already <laughs> got like I already got the whole drill about what it's like to deal with a guy from Yukon. So, you know, and then I saw your tweet right before we came on about Ben Gordon. I'm like you're right in mode. We could just talk Yukon the whole time. But well, I mean, we can do that. We definitely can do that. Did that hurt you? Did that hurt your feelings when I said no, that? No, dude. Are you kidding me? St. John hasn't been relevant since I was like 12. No, no. <laughs> No, the Big East hasn't been relevant since then either, which is sad, Touché. man. Touché. Right? Yeah. Sad. We just but, got back though, so it's not that's not all our fault. Well, no, of course not. You've been like the only team there. It's like it's like uh, Tom Tom Hanks and Castaway, and and it's been <laughs> one team and a bunch of volleyballs. Uh, you can get us and uh, get us on Twitter uh, because there's only one of each of us, so we don't got to have crazy numbers or names. Just our own at Casey Stern at Rudy no. Gay. So I, let me let me start here, Listen. man. Like. The, the KD situation, right, from the from the outside, everybody's got their own take, their own idea. And as you know, way more than I do, but I do covering it for a couple of decades. Only people in the room know what's in the room. Right. So I, I want right, to right. take take me in the room as a teammate. How tough is that to watch play out in an offseason when you know how important that dude is to your team and you don't know whether or not he's going to be there when you get back to camp? Well, I mean, the league has changed. Like this is a league of uh, let me take care of me. Let me take care of what my my importance is. It's not much. It's not much, you know, team. And I mean, it is team. It's team game. End of the day, everybody has their own business now, obviously, because I have a podcast and I'm able to put my own media out there, just like Draymond and a lot of other guys. But, you know, people are taking care of them. Do I love it? No. Do I love the fact that he could say I want to leave and now a team's obligated to try to find him a place? No, I don't love that. But, you know, everybody's in control of their own career. You know, certain people before wouldn't wouldn't necessarily do that. But, you know, this is a new era, new, you know, he's he's the lead of the he's the, the head of that new era. Like, you know, this is something that I don't see a lot of players doing before. But, you know, it is what it is. And this is what he wants to do with his career. You know, you can't I can't sit in the way. We, neither of us can sit in the way of what he wants to do. We're just here to talk about, you know, the things around it. Yeah, and and I get that. And look, I mean, it's tough when you're in the league, and you know, it, the thing that's hard for me, man, is like you don't want as an athlete, right? As hard as you guys work and bust your asses and all of that, no matter what you do, somebody on the outside, right, is going to be thinking they wish they were you, right? I mean, you're a performer. You get to play basketball for a living and all the money, right, and all of that. So. To have a guy in the league who has given everybody every reason in the world, right? To be like, oh, see, they're all like that. Like <laughs> that, that's gotta be tough, right? Like, you don't want to be hearing that about players. I mean, you hear enough of that crap, don't you? 
Yeah, but you know, like you said, you know, opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Some or, of them are or shittier. Is one. Or is one. Every yeah. Oh, but the thing about assholes, you have some clean ones and you have some shitty ones. So <laughs> you and know that's what why saying? they have baby wipes. That's, that's why, why they, they have baby that's wipes. That's why they got baby wipes, man. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, you're you right. Got kids? But you have kids? I do. I have two. I got and three. I know yeah. how I know how shitty shit situations yeah. can get. So yeah, me too. Yeah. Wear gloves. Wear gloves. <laughs> Wear gloves. Wear gloves. Wear gloves. You know, like I said before, like you, he's, this is, this is a situation, a sticky situation for me. Cause I mean, I could say a lot more, but you know, I have a personal relationship with the guy and you know, you just try to support whatever the guy wants to do, whether you agree with it or not. Like I'm on the other end, like, you know, have been put in shitty situations in my career. So, um, you know, when I see somebody take it, take, you know, that has a leverage, take full advantage of it. I say, go for it, you know, because I've been, I've been traded to bad situations. I've been, you know, putting or, or been blamed for a lot of things. So like, it is what it is, man. This game is, this game is unforgiving and, you know, it has a time limit. So, you know, make the best out of it while you can. Yeah. Look, I, I say this from the outside. I mean, he's a, he's a unicorn. He's incredibly talented. He's a hall of fame level talent. And, yeah. you know, to people from the outside, it comes off like a pain in the ass is also to be attached. And that's that's unfortunate. But that's just the way it looks. And I know, look, I mean, even though you claim Baltimore, you were born in Brooklyn, though, right? Yeah. OK. My dad's from Brooklyn. So I feel like we're, yeah. you know, I mean, there's there's a there's a there's a little bit of a kinship there because, I mean, you got to yeah. be tough to be in Brooklyn. They we better just, they better win. Right. Come best friends. They they better win. At the end of the day, if you're in Brooklyn, uh, oh, you better win. Uh, you're winning uh, at Rudy they're going Gay. To at win. They're going to win. Yeah, some. They're, yeah, they're going to win. If they have Kevin Durant on their team, they're going to win. I didn't say a championship. I don't know. Yeah. But they're going to win a lot of games for sure. Yeah. For sure. The, the, the question is with Ben Simmons and Kyrie and everything. Hey, look, I just hope they've got a good therapist on board. And I'm sure there's plenty because, <laughs> I mean, that's going to that's gonna be, I mean, there's going to be some drama inside that room. Uh, so Man, it's going to be definitely drama. Definitely I mean, drama. I, let me ask you this because I want to, I want to shift over to what Dame had to say. I, I love Dame to me is like, you know, he's like the example of like gets it as an athlete in an encyclopedia, like he right there. But it's kind of a transition to that off the KD thing. As a vet now, when you think back to your time, like at the beginning in the league, right? How mm -hmm. important are the glue guys and the vets in a room like a Brooklyn specifically or in any situation in an NBA year where you got to have those dudes who just know what the right things are to do and say to keep everybody together? How much do we not understand the importance of that? You talking about in reference to the KD situation? In, ge in, in general, like, I mean, any situation where in a long NBA season, right? Like you need to get that ship righted as great as mm -hmm. the coaches may be. How important do those vets become in rooms like that? Well, I mean, Udonis Hassam is 42 years old. He still plays and doesn't play, you know? So they're literally, they're literally giving him $2.5 million just to be in the locker room. So that's all the answer you need. Yeah, like... It's very important, I think. And that's the problem with the NBA. This, like, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say it. That's the problem with the NBA. They want to go young. They want to do this and want to play fast. But at the end of the day, basketball is a sport that takes time for people to understand it. Like, it's, it's not just something you can roll the ball out there and be successful. 
You know what I'm saying? It took even for the for the Golden State Warriors, it took them like four years for them to even be like, you know, obviously they have one of the best players of all time on their team. But it took time for him to figure out how to be great, you know, and they had a lot of people around them that were like, look, the early, early on, they had the Andrew Bogus, they had the Jared Jacks, they had the, well, Andre Iguodala, who was still there. Like David Lee. Guiding them. Yep. Yeah. Like all these guys guiding them to guiding these young guys to, to championship level basketball. And, you know, I'm not trying to sound like the old, the old guy that hates on the young players because I'm all for everybody, you know, growing But you, know, you need to need the old voice in your in in the, in the in the room, you know, telling them like, yo, that's not right. Like, what are you doing? What, yeah, okay, your argument sounds like, you know, even with coaches and players, like that happens. It has spats, like once you hear about, once you don't hear about. And you need that vet to be like, you're wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure, like, look, of course. Not even, not even you're wrong player, but look, coach, you're wrong. You know what I mean? So well, it's, like, a tru- it's trust, man, right? Yeah, At the end of the day, yeah. it's trust. I mean, uh, you could try. I'm Casey Stern. He's the vet that hates younger players. Uh, we're no, yeah, just I'll be that. I, just, I still have a no, job. No, no, you kidding? Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> let me tell you it, 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 It's a tough lead to have one for as long as you have. I, I, I want to yeah. ask you about Dame. He had, which was uh, for those who haven't seen a great Instagram post. He was talking about you know what all the things that it takes. I think to be a star, certainly, but also what you deal with, right? Like, kind of like what you yeah. have to have when you think about your time in this sport going back to even like college all the way back to being a kid. And you think about the guys that you've seen succeed with you as teammates against you, the success you've had. What's right. the first thing you got to have? What's the mu- <clears throat> forget talent. Let's take, let's, uh, let's just say talent is because really you need talent, right? Take that off the board other than talent, which is obvious. What's the first thing you got to have consistency. And you can't base you can't base your work ethic on someone else's. You have to be content on who you are and 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 just what's the word I'm looking for? You have to be kind of like you know you have to just be at like your regiment has to be like every day. I'm gonna work on this. You gotta Discipline. Be Discipline? That was actually the word I was looking for. See? I mean, I come on, man. That. I complete this you. This is a match made in heaven, honestly. I, I complete you. That's basically what it comes down to. <laughs> hey, believe net, believe network. This is this is a match See? made in heaven, right but here. But dis- discipline, right? You, you have to you, you have, have to discipline. be disciplined. You know, I played with a guy like named Kyle Lowry, and and he was, you know, you know, a low first round draft pick. Looked at as as a backup, a backup to. Um, no disrespect to Mike Conley. Mike Conley is a great player in his own. But, you know, we're looking at a, a Hall of Famer now. And he was one of the most disciplined people in the locker room. So, you know, and you, you try to bring people in and it almost gets to a point where it was uncomfortable because Kyle wanted it. He really wanted it. And he was going to be disciplined on try to get it. And he got there. He found his spot and got there. He didn't come in with this chip, like, you know, braggadocious and said, I'm I supposed to get this. I supposed to get that. He just worked. He worked his way there. And that's what kids don't do. And I think that's what you were getting at with, 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 with Dane yeah. in the interview. Um, if, if you guys, um, if, they, if they have the soundbite, they'll, they'll, they'll play it probably right now. All of these people hanging on to him and wanting this and kissing their ass. 
and, you know, putting them in a position where they feel entitled and, you know, their mentality is messed up about what it's going to be and having to earn stuff and having to work and, you know, taking criticism and listening and being coachable and stuff like that. It puts them in a position to where those things, you know, it, it lets them down when they get in a professional environment and their talent can't get them through. You know, you got to be stable and strong mentally. You got to be sturdy. You know, you got to have something that you can stand on because it, it gets tough for all of us, not just young players, you know, even the best players. So um, I want to help these kids that, you know, a lot of them, you look, they ranked and they got all these followers on Instagram. But, like, I want to help them have the stuff that um, – it's not just a talent, you know, it's not given to them, you know, it's, I'm not the most talented, I'm 6'2", I don't jump out the gym, you know what I mean, it's, it's more talented, it's more gifted players out there, but, you know, I, it would be hard for y'all to find somebody that's sharper and more disciplined than me mentally, and somebody that's tougher and, you know, sharper and better and more compassionate than me in, in their heart, you know what I'm saying, so like, that's stuff that has been put into me for my whole life that, you know, people encourage. That's that's all a part of this camp that makes me different than a lot of my peers, in my opinion. But Dame basically was saying, like, kids come in with this chip on their shoulder, like they're expected to give something, hand, have something handed to them. And kids don't, it, you know, I think the what he said was there was a kid interviewed at his camp and they said that, um, they said that the question was, what team would you want to play for? And the kids said, um, a team where I have the ball in my hands or I'll be in a good spot. Like, motherfucker, I was happy to just be in the NBA at that point. You know what I mean? Like, whoever drafts me, that's who I want to go. Whoever drafts me, I'll figure it out then. Like, ball in your hands, you got Dame Lillard on your team. You're not going to have the ball in your hands. You have John Moran on your team. You're not going to have the ball in your hands, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if a kid is saying that right now at 17 years old. He already, he already old, lost. He already, he already lost. lost. He's he already, already done. He already He's already lost. done. I, I want to ask you to follow up on this. Coming out of a winning program in college, I feel yeah. like I'll, I'll go. Not that yeah, you, we can, you know, wax poetic about UConn. We'll be here for like three years. But, you know, thank God it's not Duke. That's all I say is thank God it's not Duke. Um. I agree on that one. Right. But, <laughs> I, but I think like in, in recent times, Rudy, I think it's like Jay Wright with, with Nova, right? right? Like all these guys who were there three, four years and like all of them are winners. They all have different roles on different teams. Like even the ones like nobody thought Arkadiakono was going to play. He's playing everybody balling. Jalen just got a hundred mil, right? All that stuff. Right. You played for a program like that, that at the time right. was even higher than where Nova was during the last few years. Right. How much did that prepare you for, understanding that you're going to go get yours, but that the yours was going to be a team first. I mean, how much more do you think you got that when you came into the league than some other dudes did? Play with somebody like Jim Calhoun, who is notoriously known for putting players in their place. <laughs> you know what I mean? He put people in their place. So like when I got to the league, it was like, well, even in college, it was like, look, your talent's going to shine, but it's going to shine in my system. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's going to shine where, where, like, that's what I'm saying. The cream always rises to the top, like, no matter what. Even with San Antonio, like, cream always, it's kind of the same way. You have, like, a, a, a system, a system, system, but good players are going to be good players. It can make some mediocre players look better. Sure. But you'll see when they leave that situation how mediocre they are. 
because that's happened time and time again. You have some kind of you have some players that are just t- like just great. You have the, those great players, but some you have you know just oh, ain't yeah. gonna make it. But, of course, yeah. But like for more than anything, it just made me understand that look, you you are going to play within my system. You're going to play with your teammates. You're going to and, and we're going to win like that because the overall goal is winning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you think about kind of the comments of being a superstar, right? And then you were talking about Rudy about coming out of school and, you know, not everybody going to get the ball, right? Not everybody going to be in the same spot. People mm-hmm. don't realize, and I always say this, that, and look, I'm going to cover baseball too. The rosters are way smaller. Everybody yeah. who plays in the NBA was the best player in their school, in their town, in their state, in somewhere. the college, in the conference, yeah. right? Somewhere, right? In the G League or somewhere. When you saw Draymond Green's, Dre's comments, that he had made about, which now been viral in the last 24, 48 hours, about knowing a role in the league. How much is right. that something that, like, every dude in this league would retweet because of how important what he said was? Every dude would not retweet that because every no? guy, every, they would, I mean, yeah, yeah, if, if, oh, if you're okay. smart like, enough. I, I watch, I watch. If you're smart enough to, to, to know that, but if you're not, you're going to continue. Look, end of the day, the NBA is not for everybody. And, and, the, the athletic aspect is only half of it. You know, being there and being smart and knowing your role is the other half. Everybody's not going to be LeBron James. Everybody's not going to be the guy that comes in and just becomes the man. Everybody's not going to be John Morant. Like, it's it's just not possible. It's not possible. The game is too, people are too good. The game is too fast. And it takes time for you to become that guy that you want to turn yourself into. And it might not even be with the team that you're drafted to. You know, so end of the day, like I'm torn What Draymond was saying. I'm torn because it literally was a pickup game in, in, in Los Angeles. Now, me personally, I believe during the summer, you're supposed to practice everything and become the best player or try to become the best player you can be. Um, Draymond was there. And he assembled other pros. So it's like, I get what he's trying to say. But, but during the summer, I don't have, that's not, I don't get paid to play during the summer. I'm going to work out and do whatever I can do to get better and try shit. That's what you do during the summer. You try shit. If I've I've never met a person in life that just goes out in the NBA and just does shit because that's what they thought about. No, they've done it before. Like it's, you know, this is what I practice during the summer. I'm going to pick up and this, that's when. That's when I'm going to practice. That's when I'm going to work on what I practice. You know what I'm saying? So I understand the concept of behind what he's saying, but like, yo, nobody's getting paid for that. This is the, it's so, you, the, it's, so, uh, so you're saying, and I don't want, I, I want you to expound. I'm not interrupting you. You're saying, and me, but it makes sense. There are dudes in that gym who are like, dude, I'm just trying to get my shit in. Like, I'm just trying <laughs> to get my work in. Like, yeah. shut the hell up so I can get back to running my sprints. Right. I'm trying to get my shit off, man. This is what I practice. Let me see if I can get it off in the game before I take it to, to training cap and then from training cap put into an actual game. You know, I think everybody should add something to their game during the summer. And now to Draymond, who is now a veteran in this league, him for him to see somebody that, that uh, he's not used to seeing doing certain things, 
yeah, it might make him mad. But you know what? That's one thing you work on. Now, when you get to camp, now I'm the veteran in, in, the, in, in, in the locker room. If I see somebody do something that they're not used to doing and they fail at it, like, you got to stop that. That's not your game. But if you practice it during the summer and play pickup doing that, most likely you won't fail at it. You know what I'm saying? So, right. like, we're, like what, what, are we, what are we talking about here? Like, he, he, you know, I understand the concept behind, like I said, but the concept behind what he's saying. But end of the day, bro, the summer is your summer. That's my summer. Yeah. He not, he not, he not teaching a seminar and he's not even in preseason with his own team. Right. right? No. He, out, the he out there with some dudes getting work in. Yeah. The summer's mine. You can't tell me how to play during the summer. Right. Now, if, if you're my coach or if you're my teammate and you say, look, you got chill during the season. Yeah, I get that. But the summer's mine. Right. That's where you I, get I mean, better. No, I, I don't know, Draymond. Well, I like the guy. He's also filming a movie every time he says anything. Like in his own mind. I mean, like everything's dramatic, right? So, I mean, that, that, mm-hmm. no, this is this is the important thing I think some people don't realize about sports and covering sports 20 years. I've seen it in two different sports. I wash. Like what I meant for the people listening, like what I meant by that is, that you. I mean, you know this. There are some times where like eyes will roll out of guys' heads listening to somebody else who just spouts out their mouth all the time trying to tell you how to play. Like you got to, as a vet, right? Like there's a certain way you got to handle yourself. And there were certain guys that you probably listened to, right? When you were young, like when you think about early in your career, give me a guy or two that like, even if it might be like underrated or we wouldn't think of it, like who are the dudes that like you learned the real, and I don't care if it's like how to travel, how to act professional, how to deal with like, you know, time on the floor. Like who were the dudes that like when you came into the league really showed you how it got done? Damon Stoudemire, Mike Miller. Um, those are two guys that really showed me. Like they, those, those guys, Mike still has some game. Dame, Damon just came back from a big knee injury. So he was like trying to work himself back in. But uh, those are two guys that really, really, really showed me like, yo, this is what we do. This is professional. Damon Stoudemire was, he was very blunt with me. Taught me a lot of, <laughs> taught me a lot of stuff, you know, not, not even trying to just basically being, being like I am the players now, just saying like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? But, uh, you know, it's, there's a lesson in that. Um, you said something before, like about people before, like I've, I've had people come to me and say, I had a guy come up to me in New York. Um, he was, he asked me, obviously I'm tall. He says, you're tall. You play basketball. And I hate that question, but I was like, whatever. He's old. So I was like, yeah, I play basketball. He was like, yeah, I, I play with one of the best high school teams ever. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I didn't think to myself. I just said, I said, look, I don't know who you are. Everybody has a story, my boy. <laughs> like, right, of course, of course. Everybody, everybody of has course. a story. I don't care about your high school team, man. Of I had a one of, game, of course, of course. I don't give a shit about your high school team, man. Like, not. okay, keep that to yourself, bro. If you're right. using that to relate, so like, okay, let's make a conversation. Look, you're you're, you're 50 years old and you talk to me about high school. I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you, you know how it is, man. It's like everybody, and that's the thing, dude. Like. I always say this, like in talking to athletes the last couple of, like for two decades now, the thing that always strikes me, people don't realize most dudes who fail in the NBA or Major League Baseball are failing for the first time they've ever failed. 
Yeah. Those guys have been great. Ever. That's how they got there. That's why not everybody yeah. walks in there, right? I mean, that's, that's why. I was, yeah, it's that's a what, gift and a curse. Say, that's what I'm just, I was gonna. I was gonna ask you, like, how much is that the biggest thing you learn as 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 a player in the league to be able to have longevity that you've had, right? And even mm-hmm. through injuries, bounce back. You clearly not only could play, but you got to have fortitude and got to have balls, right? But how much like did you learn from like? realizing the stage was different like it wasn't as easy like were there times early in your career where you were like holy shit like i've got to up my game because what i got now isn't enough like are there moments like that early in your career when you get in like just college to nba hell yeah i mean when you first step foot in the nba you're not playing against 20 21 year olds or even like six seven like 19 to 21 like no, he's a grown man in the NBA. Like we have families. Like we get paid for this. You know what I mean? So they're trying to take your neck off. You walk into that gym thinking this is going to be easy. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, it's not enough vets in it. Like everybody is young. So like, whereas they're jockeying for position with another young guy, an older guy is going to know exactly how to play, where to be, where to be at these places at the right time, and teach these guys how to play. And also be able to be on the court with you. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I think that's, you know, I don't understand why the league is going away from young guys, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. But, I mean, older guys, excuse me, but that's here nor there. But, um, yeah, it's tough. Everything, you got to level up. You know, I've, I've been a part of some of the, you know, some of the worst situations in the league at times. And been a part of trades and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, you you always got to look at yourself, but how do you respond from that? I've, I've responded by, look, I'm going to be better. You know what I mean? Instead of being like, shit, the world, you know, woe is me. The world is, you know, this and that. No, it can't be like that. I didn't grow well, up like you, that. Well, you know, I, mean? I was just I was saying, man, plus you bounce back from injury and at the worst time, right? I mean, like, that's yeah. like fortitude. That's, but but that's that's how you got to where you are. You know, I mean, yeah. I just want to know if my Knicks will ever win a game, but that's a whole nother thing. Uh, at case is staring at Rudy Gay. Um, you know, it's, I mean, honestly, like, I just want to stop going to therapy for, like, the teams I root for. I mean, seriously, man. It's like, yeah. I mean, come on, man. If you just send, if you just, like, send Donovan over, let him kind of hang out. He can play for both teams. I need some help, man. Like, come on, bro. Like, it, like. You know the Garden is a it's a it's a great building to play. It's great. I mean, look. I mean, you know this from playing the Big East. I mean, forget about when it was the Big East. Like the Garden is such a great building. It's the biggest waste of a great place. Like, nah. Ever. Let me tell you the problem. The problem with the Knicks, and this is like for people who don't know, their practice facilities in Westchester. In Rye. Yeah. That's a real. That's a real issue, man. That's a real Traffic. issue. Traffic and tra- you know it's New York City, so. Do you're telling gotta, me traffic is why they can't get free agents? Come on, one of them. That's one of the reasons. I'm just really? saying. I mean, I don't know. It'll, it'll be a reason for me, but I'm saying like <laughs> you have to go. You have to go to practice, shoot around in Westchester, and then you spend the rest of your day on in the car going to 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 to, to Times Square. And if you're familiar with New York, yeah, you know yeah, that's hey, a lot. That's, that's a lot of driving. Hey. Hey, I'm familiar. Hey, please. I mean, come on, man. I'll tell you what. It takes longer to get from D.C. to Baltimore than it does anywhere in Manhattan for Mr. Baltimore. I mean, come on. The traffic and the belt, they're pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. know, I, know, I know nobody's going to see the Wizards, but that's a whole other thing. Depending upon the time. 
DC to Baltimore, depending upon the time. Depending upon the time. Depending upon the time. Which, unlike New York, is like, look, I live in Atlanta now, and it's like traffic everywhere. Which Yo, is, Atlanta's yeah, bad. I mean, Atlanta's, you know, Atlanta's bad, the, man. Atlanta's the worst. People dumb. Like, they can't drive. You got a million lanes. I mean, come on, man. But you can't even tell me tra- traffic's the reason the Knicks can't get a free agent is traffic. Come it's on, one man. of them. It's one of them. Come on. Well, that's the bullshit. That's what yeah. I'm, I'm not saying you're bullshit. I'm saying that's bullshit. <laughs> that's not worth my therapy. Um, Yo, I, I, I want... Go ahead. In sports. They can make a practice facility in, in Madison Square Garden around it, bro. Like, come on now. Of Just course. buy a buildings. Jim Dolan, you know, he's he's got his own issues. I mean, look, when, when, you, when, when, when the owner That's of the team of is creating his own shit with Charles Oakley, who's like one of the, 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 the like, epitomes in the franchise – it's like yeah. you're just it, the guy has if Dolan clearly doesn't know what the hell he's doing, but that's fine. I'll tell that to my therapist. Um, I, I want to ask you about because I saw your comments on it from I think it was your last pod and you, the situation with Bridget, this whole this whole thing is. To me, it's like it's for me as not a basketball player, it's not a sports thing. It's a human thing. It's not even an American right. thing. It's like a human right. thing. That pisses right. you the fuck off, like seriously, right? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I saw just, the thing with with Dennis, you know, you know, Robin, obviously, you know, trying to, you know, keep the peace and and find a way. I mean, I don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah, we're sending over there. They send the big guns over there. I mean, how, how, <laughs> when when you're talking to, because I saw your thoughts on, like, when you're talking to people around the league and people in the game, and there's a fraternity in basketball. Like, how much are people just like appalled at, at that this is even a thing? It just seems just, crazy to me. It's just insane. Like she got caught in the middle of some BS, and and it's insane that she's still there and being able to it. Like, um, by the way, I mean they're sending. What did she get? Nine? What is it? Eight years? Not. I think it was nine. Eight or nine. nine. Well, send, it's sending Dennis Rodman over there. She's probably gonna have eighteen. So. Well, I was gonna say. I, I don't know what he. Maybe he's bringing over a copy of the Thirty for Thirty on the Bulls. I don't know what he's gonna do there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what those gonna do there. I don't know. He might but be in it, there it, next tour. To be honest with you, it's, it's crazy, man. It's right. I mean, yeah. I mean, crazy. it's it's crazy. It's it, honestly, it's just it's insane because you know, not only does you know it it show like the, like. What obviously what they think about Americans, but like for those WNBA players that have to go overseas to to compensate what they don't make over here, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, so it puts a strain on their on them. Like now they're like hesitant to go over there and do the, like be free, you know, and and that's that's what sucks about it. Like I I know a couple of WNBA friends, and obviously they 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 you know they they have they have BG on their hearts, but like yo. The season, like some teams are done. Like they're trying to, they're trying to figure out if they want to go overseas or not. And if they don't, shit, they don't have a living. You know what I mean? Yep. It's crazy. It's um, it's one of those things where it's like it's hard to think about because it just pisses you off from the standpoint of like, it, it's not about what she did. It's about doing it to an American, and it's about right. I mean, it, which is like right. doing it to somebody famous. Who you could use as some kind of an example? It's just yeah, some bullshit. Stick it to America, man. That's exactly. Some, yeah. It's it's just some. I mean, you know, I mean, it's some bullshit. Um, I want to end on something fun. So, let, so let me go back to the fact that I noticed in 
you know, and hopefully we we'll do some more podcasts together. But I noticed in the first five minutes we talked to each other, you mentioned shit a lot. So um, I know you said you got kids. How old are your kids? Uh, eight and six. Okay, so I've got I've got eight, seven, and five. Okay. So see, see, like believe just knew, man. I mean, this is like yeah. so. So let so let 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 let's, let's keep it real right now. Let's keep like, it real. When the kids were young. And it was time to like, you know, roll over in the bed and honey, it's your turn for number two. Right? Like hold on, hold on, how hold on. much my like, turn for like, number you, number two what? Yeah, like Round you gotta two? clean you gotta you gotta clean the diet. Oh, you mean like that? I thought Yeah. <laughs> no, you, no. No, you gotta clean the diet. Like, was, Come on, okay, man. It's a family okay. show. I, I mean I'm talking about shit. Is it, be, is it a family show? Clean. I'm keeping it clean. <laughs> okay. So you gotta you gotta roll over, you gotta do the diapers, right? Okay. Diapers. Yeah. Right. Would you, did you consider at any one of those points, you know what, playing for the Knicks might actually not be as bad <laughs> as this? Man, cleaning shit and playing for the Knicks. Let's see, which one is better? No, uh, no. Nah, nah. Actually, I love New York. New York City's great. I love Tibbs. Tibbs is, he coached yeah, me, me in Team USA. He's um, great, man. He's great. Yeah, he's, he's great. Um, he's a Connecticut guy, actually, so. Did you know that? I did not know that, but I knew he was a Knicks guy because he was well, coaching. No. He was coaching in the, back in the nineties. Now he's a Knicks guy. Yes, but he was then too. He's on the coaching staff back in the nineties with the nineties Knicks. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whatever. All right. See. Whatever. Don't whatever, whatever me. Just, you just take whatever you want to take. Just take whatever. Bro- How long did you live in Brooklyn before you went to Baltimore? Like four days. Like why are you claiming Baltimore? Like what about Brooklyn? Uh, Forget Brooklyn. Do. Yeah, about, you know, a little time. Spend a little time there, you know? <laughs> Brooklyn's great, man. Brooklyn's great. Brooklyn is great. Brooklyn is great. You could go move there and do whatever KD and Kyrie tell you to do. No, all right. Never mind. Let me, let me, so, let me. <laughs> so about uh, those Knicks. So yeah. what were we saying again? <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So, so seriously, seriously speaking, because this is, I think, something that from athletes I've learned, right? So I think you can think of a million scenarios. Like I remember covering the finals when Fred Van Vliet just had his child and like never missed a three pointer seemingly for like a month. I've yeah. seen baseball players come back, be like different players. How much did your career change in terms of how every game you saw when you became a dad? And I see you nodding already. Like, isn't that, isn't that yeah. like, is that it for an athlete? Is that the great game changer to kind of keep into context what a game is as hard as you play? Versus like when you come home and, you know, you got people there who don't care whether or not you scored 30 points. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's really what it was about. Like I, I was early, I was really hard on myself. Like if I had a bad game or if, if we didn't win, I, I, you know, really take that home with me. But you know, when I had kids, it was like, yo, they don't care about the game or what, what, what happened. Like, yo, just be a dad. And that made me have like, uh, like, memory loss. So in, in return, it did help me with my game in the beginning. Um, but you know, like with, you know, life happens, things, other things happen. I've had injuries in between then and, and, you know, just having, you know, my kids to come back to and, and, and they're cheering for me regardless that that made a lot of things better. It made, you know, I don't know where I'd be mentally if, if, you know, with all the injuries and stuff I've been through, I don't know where I'd be mentally without my kids. See, like this is this is a family show. Don't you feel that now? Like now that we're wrapping this up, this was like a family. This is this is a family episode of this show. It's the, we have the we un, have the option unfiltered speakeasy. You, you we have, have, what, we, op, what option do we have? We can just switch it up. Now it's a family yeah. show. Before we we're yeah, talking about shit and rolling over That's, for round two. I didn't talk. And now you we're talking about, about that. I mean, you, you were did talking say about that. that. I only asked you the did questions. say that. 
See, I well, that was the question. That's the I thing. Either, that was the question. You know how the media is. You know how the media well, is. We just ask the shit. You I guys do. are the ones who get the quotes who say it. No, no I do. I, I do. Dude, this was fun, man. This was fun. We'll do this again. And, uh, you know, I, I uh, next time I won't keep so many things buffering on my computer that have a break in the middle, so I got to move to an iPhone. See, you I, know, thought always, this always, family, I thought it was a family show. Clear history, <laughs> people. You got to clear. <laughs> Dude, had a blast, man. This is fun. Uh, at Rudy Gay, at Casey Stern, jump on uh, the bandwagon for Speakeasy uh, Unfiltered. Yes, stay easy, stay well, and uh, God bless. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.